Welcome back, everybody. This is Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Before I introduce myself and my co-host, I just want to remind everybody, wash your hands before you listen to this podcast, because, well, we might be getting spicy. We're staying clean. Uh, as always, my name is John Hogaboom, and I am joined by my co-host, Saul Thompson, now sporting a mustache. Uh, as am very, I. Very excited. We've Proud to announce that we are growing out our mustaches as we are bored in quarantine and might yep. not have anything else to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're, looking, they're looking, Saul's is better than mine, not going to lie. Mine's uh, a little wispy, a little trashy, but Saul's is coming in quite nice. I will admit I've gotten a bit of a, a cheating head start. I was growing out my beard, uh, thus my mustache by proxy. So I, I just shaved off the beard. <laughs> just shaved me. off the beard, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I cheated. I might, I might start it, you know, tear it down and build it back up. Well, we'll see though. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the people want. <laughs> uh, Saul, how are you today, man? Little, little odd climate around the world right now, but the yeah. Kings seem to be doing all right. Kings are doing all right. Uh, trying to make the best of quarantine. I'm planning on reorganizing my my bedroom. Nice. Uh, unpacking all of my things from school. Uh, hanging out with my dog, reading some books, waiting on some new books to get in. I've read like four or five books in the past week, which is wow, huge. that's great. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Um, and I might end up doing a road trip with one of my best friends who gets home tomorrow. So we'll, awesome. we'll see there. Just just hold your breath the entire time, and you should be exactly. Yeah, 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 just you know, I'll go and pick up my oxygen tank from the uh, the scuba scuba store and just good yeah smart i actually have one of those in my basement yeah if you ever need to go to the grocery store just strap it on exactly (laughs) breathe that fresh clean air i think the last time we got it filled was probably like 2012 so oh great there's about to be some sort of poisoning in there (laughs) yeah it's it's not ideal but you know we'll uh we'll do with that what we can when we we get to it um so let's blast right into our first classic segment. Saul, can we get a fit check today? Yeah, uh, fits fits pretty simple. I'm wearing some. I'll start from the bottom up today. Um, nice. As always, I'm wearing the GMBH A6 collab. Uh, the the all white, the Duo Maxes. Fantastic. I've spoken about those them are before. good. Those are very absolute, good. Absolute absolute gems. They're comfy and they're they're still kicking. Um, still white, shockingly. Nice. Uh, for the most part. Do you clean Moving. them regularly or do you just, no, uh, no, they're just let them marinate? I let them marinate. I let them get a little bit of spice on them. Okay. I'll a little take bit it. of, a little bit of stank. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a pair of tennis socks for my little brother that he didn't want, but I, I, I like cause they're nice and thick. Uh, nice. They keep feet warm in bed. Uh, of Ooh, course, you are a socks to bed wearer. Um, so I'm a, I don't know if this podcast can continue. Here's, here's my explanation. So I usually open the windows in my room. So it's very cold when I first Mm -hmm. go in, I get under the covers, I go into what John and I affectionately have called snuggle mode. Um, and, and, uh, taking inspiration, I guess, are the words that I was searching for there from Travis Scott. Um, I, I keep my socks on, I keep my pajama pants on. I get the bed all warm, and then I pop them off right before I go to sleep, and then fall asleep while the bed is warm. Wow. That is uh, some true psychopath mentality. If I do psychopath? Warming up the bed? No. Socks in bed? Unacceptable. 
Really? You've never been a socks, even even if you take them off before you go to sleep? I feel claustrophobic if I have socks on in my bed. Really? What if the what if the monster who lives under your bed is reaching up? He's gonna grab your foot. As Rihanna so lovingly says, I'm friends with the monster that's <laughs> under my bed. I couldn't even I couldn't even get that out without laughing. But Saul, I do apologize for the psychopath claims. I'm sure uh, just whatever has been leading you to wear those socks in bed, it's just made you who you are today. And we we love that about you. I will say I'm not always a socks to bed, only when I'm home because my room is cold. Okay. I actually really prefer to sleep in the cold, so that's just something. As do I. Uh, finishing off the fit check as a surprise to nobody. I got the salvage denim on. Um, Classic. Just really should not be a surprise to any of our repeat listeners. Um, it's been with me, tried and true. They're they're doing well. I've uh, washed them one time in their their very long life. How many ocean soaks? Zero ocean soaks. I've never been near an ocean with them. Shockingly, or, I guess I was in Australia. I could have done it. Uh, Would have been a huge flex. Australian ocean soaked denim. Yeah. Ugh, should have done it. Anyway, moving up, I've got the Jonathan Edwards free t-shirt that they give you when you are a freshman. That is my residential college at school. Shout out, J.E. Love Ooh. you guys very much. And then I'm wearing a number nine uh, denim overcoat type of situation with shearling on the inside. Snazzy. I do not have a date. I do not have a collection. I bought it on Grailed, and I like it a lot. Shout out to Grailed. Sponsor yeah. the pod, please. Even yeah. though... One of our uh, fellow podcasters works for Grailed over at Throwing Fits. So I'm going to guess Grailed probably won't sponsor the pod. But, you know, a boy can dream. Yeah. So a cool thing really quickly about this this jacket is I usually wear it out, you know, to, mm-hmm. to go to bars or clubs or whatever. And I'll put on cologne or some sort of scent. And because the shearling neck rubs against my neck, the neck of the jacket smells vaguely like my cologne, and it's very wow. nice. It makes me feel nice and comforted. That's nice. Yeah. When you wear it. Exactly. I like that. I like that. What about uh, you, John? What have you, what have you got on? All right. I'm actually going to start top down because we've got a Ooh. little surprise at the end of things today. Okay. Uh, starting at the top, we have a shirt from Supreme Spring Summer 2019. It is the Grim Reaper tee, which I now realize is a little bit ominous with the current going-ons around the world with the whole <laughs> coronavirus thing. It's a painted Grim Reaper. Uh, it's really beautiful. They use a lot of colors, and it's the graphic covers the entire chest uh, all the way down to probably my belly button. It's a it's a thick print, so it's an extremely hot shirt to wear during the summer. But these these springtime months, it's a great little heavier t-shirt to wear. Moving down from there, I've got a pair of Patagonia baggies, five inch mm. in the purple colorway. Uh, kind of a little crazy loud short that I picked up a couple months ago for the summer months coming up. And on feet, uh, I'm sorry to say, but the pot and stocks are not with us today. They are sitting Uh-oh. downstairs in my home. And instead, Uh-oh. I would like to welcome the pot and crocs. Oh, <laughs> gotta love it. Uh, my dear friend, Morgan McClure. Yeah. Fan, uh, friend and fan of the podcast. She texted me a couple weeks ago and asked what my shoe size was. I told her and... After one failed Amazon shipment where I got a pair of size 7 steel-toed sneakers, uh, 
I thought it was a prank, but it turns out they just sent the wrong thing. Um, she sent me a pair of neon green Crocs, uh, and I'm a huge fan. I mean, they are truly something I've never seen before. I didn't know Crocs made them in neon green, and I'm loving my pair so far. I think I've had them on every day since I've been given them about a week ago, and uh, super comfortable. They uh, they remind me of fourth grade, which was the last time I had a pair of Crocs, which fond memories of fourth grade. Shout out Mrs. McVeigh, my fourth grade teacher. And uh, they're just fun. So hopefully I'll be able to get some gibbets in them before the summer months begin and really live out my elementary school dreams of wearing Crocs as a 22-year-old. Now, an important question with the Crocs. Do you have socks on with the Crocs? No, not at the okay. moment, but I'm not afraid to go socks and Crocs because socks I, I go socks and Crocs. You gave me shit about wearing, you, oh, so, oh, you gave me I, shit about wearing socks in bed and you're doing socks with socks and socks with Crocs? I am. I am that indeed. I'm going Dr. Seuss mode right now. <laughs> I would not wear them in a car. I would not wear them near far. <laughs> I would not wear them on a boat. Bars. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Socks and perhaps crops. the most fun fit check of of pair of Kings history so far. I think I think when you bring on the neon the neon green Crocs, it's got to be a good time. They're a fun shoe, man. They are. I'm going straps down right now, full grip. Yeah. I, I could run a marathon in these things. They're not going to fall what? off. Um, yeah, I'm loving them so far. And I've heard from from perhaps just around the playground or whatever as a as a kid. Someone once told me you could eat Crocs, like whatever their composition is, if it came to dire circumstances and you had a pair of Crocs on, you could eat them and it wouldn't poison you. So, so maybe that's my, just urban legend. My rudimentary, yeah, my rudimentary Google search. Technically speaking, Crocs are made from a closed cell resin called Croslite. Although not advertised as edible, Croslite is non-toxic, meaning theoretically no harm should come to you if consumed. No harm from the shoes, harm from maybe your friends and family. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if worse comes to worse during this coronavirus outbreak and I need a quick snack to keep me going, eat a croc. So this seems like a good a time as ever to, to tra transition to here. I've, I've had a, a thought question going on burning in my mind. Mm -hmm. I've got one later as well. Um, but I will pitch this first one to you, John. Yeah. You have one year, a single year to eat a wooden door, door handle hinges included. Do you think you could do it one? And if so, how would you do it? Okay. First of all, I think anybody could do this. A door is what, like 30 pounds max? I was going to say like a heavy wooden door, maybe 30 or 40, sure. Okay, so I think, yes, you could do that. I mean, you break that out into 365 days and you get a smaller number. I'm not going to do the math right now, but it's certainly mm -hmm. smaller. And um, you grind that up day by day and you just, you know, Rice Krispie treats might already be like half sawdust. Yeah. So just what's what's the harm in adding a little bit more sawdust to the equation or a couple metal shavings here and there? The doorknob and the hinges, I think you'd have to get a little more sparse, but mm -hmm. you, you have less an amount of metal. So I think that wouldn't be too bad. A guy ate a car one time in the 1970s, so I think mm -hmm. this is more than possible. So 
Yeah, I think I could do it. And I'm sure, Saul, that you have the same opinion of, about yourself. I do. So there are some... some um, Different trains of thought. However, doing some some math and some research, if you have about a 42-pound door, which I'm assuming is the average for like a heavy wooden door, sure, and you grind it up across 365 days, this is every day, you'd have to eat about a half cup of, of, of sawdust. Um, That's not that I think that, much. if you think about it in that way, it's not that bad. But then again, you have to keep in mind, what is this wood going to be doing to your... Yeah, Stomach, I wonder, what is it going to be doing to your immune system? Your respiratory Maybe not system. Immune system. Well. Respiratory system. Yeah, if you're breathing that in, it's really, really and difficult. the metal shavings as exactly. well. Um, so I think you've really got to be careful. Um, I think you could with the metal, you could try and figure out a way to kind of melt them down into a shape that you could technically pass through your system. You don't have to digest, you just have to mm -hmm. pass. So you could, you know, you can eat like a penny and yeah. pass it out later. Um, but I think it's definitely doable. I've had some friends say that they couldn't do it and couldn't come up with a way, but no, I think it's, it's a hundred percent doable. I just thought of another possible way. What if you burned the door and got it condensed down to just a little bit of charcoal mm. and just pop, pop that fella in. I, that's not a bad idea. And I think that that's the, the most creative answer that people have come up with. Um, you could probably create even less charcoal if you first reduce the door to sawdust Mm -hmm. And just and burn you know, that. if you burn that down, or you're probably left area. with exactly. You know, you could probably work your way through that in maybe a day, maybe two. Oh yeah. Um, the metal, the metal is always the, metal. the exactly the metal you can space out over a year. You don't have to worry about the sawdust. Yep. Yeah. I I think we're on top of the, of our door eating game for sure. Yeah. If um, anybody ever puts a gun to our head and says, "Eat this door," <laughs> I'll say, "Give me a week." <laughs> Love it, love it. So, um, do you have any do you have any news for us this week in the sneaker slash fashion? Spheres? Yeah, there's a little bit here and there. It's a relatively mm -hmm. light week in the world of sneaker releases. Uh, you've got some Adidas basketball, just some some regular releases coming up, as well as Nike basketball. Um, you've got some Lebrons and some Kyries, Paul Georges, Giannis, Antetokounmpo's, and then over on the Adidas side. The uh, D-O-N, I believe that's Spider Mitchell. <laughs> and Shout out uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yes, indeed. And then you've got a pair of James Harden's coming out. Yeah, those are the earlier ones mentioned were Donovan Mitchell's shoe. And later on in the week, you've got something that I really like, but it's not released in the United States, is the Air Max 1 London and Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. uh, they're... Their tributes to those respective cities, and I think they're really well done. They remind me a little bit of the surprise, surprise Nike Dunk City Pack that released way mm -hmm. back when, that had the London Dunks, the Paris Dunks, the Tokyo Dunks, and the famous Pigeon Dunks. Mm -hmm. That all four of those pairs go for ten grand, all the way up to around forty grand now for the Paris Dunks. Uh, but those those Air Maxes are really nice, very clean colorways. And then mm -hmm. later on in the week, you have a pair of Yeezy 350 V2s that no one cares about. And they, they are they are called cinders, which do, does tie into our door eating. Yeah, so maybe it'd be a good shoe to eat a door in. Yeah. Nice, but nice aside fit. from that, relatively <laughs> quiet week. Um, and then as I far did as... See, 
I did see a pair of Air Maxes that I thought would have been right up your alley. I don't know really? if you saw them, but the Air Max Triax 96 Safaris. They're oh, kind of the camo they're, ones. The camo ones. I thought those would be right up your alley. See, I'm not a huge camo guy. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, you know, um, it's cool. I mean, I have a pair of camo pants, and mm. I have my cow jacket, which could kind of be called camo. But yeah. I, I, I like camo, per se, but I don't think it looks great on me. Like, mm. I, I don't know. I stick to more brightly colored patterns when I'm going to mm-hmm. mess with patterns. But those are very cool. So if you're, if you're in the market for a pair of camo Air Max, be sure to give those a look. Those are coming out on the 19th and retailing mm-hmm. for $150. Moving forward into what everyone's waiting for, the big spice of the week. Um, We got a couple segments to talk about. Starting Mm -hmm. off, our dear friend of the pod, Lil Uzi Vert, released the, I guess you could call it deluxe version of Eternal Attake. What did he call it? I can't remember. uh, Lil Uzi Vert versus the World 2. Okay. So he added on 14 tracks, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Mm-hmm. So it's probably an extra forty minutes or so of little Uzi content. I have not listened to all of it, but I have heard Kobe by uh, Little Uzi featuring Chief Keef, which Saul, I know you have a couple words about that. I have I have a lot of words about the deluxe edition. So as a fan of these Uzi leaks over the past two years, you know, Rolly sorry, before it was named Kobe, the song was named Rolly. Um I got the leak maybe a year and a half ago. I really enjoy it and I would listen to it like weekly. And then the, the CDQ came out and it's mixed so weirdly. It feels like they're screaming and the beat is like in another room somewhere. I feel like that's the same issue with Myron, mm-hmm. um, which leaked. You know, he was like dancing to it on his Instagram story and they managed to, to patch together an almost full version. And they took out a verse that was great. Um, you know, there are some some popular leaks that are nowhere to be found. There's Big Watch, which is a great song. Um, there is uh, He's already got Silly Watch. He has Silly Watch, but Big Watch, I debate, is better. Um, Big for Silly. Let the people decide. Yeah, who you got. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, there's Electricity, which was released, I think, on the Pokemon album, the, the Pokemon, the movie. Okay. Um, but it's never had like a proper release. Um, it's a cool like K-pop Lil Uzi collab. Um, I don't know. I, I I honestly felt a little disappointed. I think that with as much time as he's been given, you'd think that the mixing and mastering would be better. You'd think that the 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 verses that were cut were put out for for better verses. But they I don't think that they have. Um, you know, it, it's disappointing. Um, I won't say that I'm I'm sad with it. But I think that the hype that I had built up for the final released versions of these songs was maybe too, too great. Or maybe I just, I, I set my expectations too high. But either way, I'm disappointed with the album. Yeah, I think that goes back to the problem behind leaks uh, in today's yeah. music climate. Because people get these expectations and they get so mm. used to what they've heard on the leaks that they expect mm. the final version to sound exactly like what they've been hearing for so long. Mm. And once Playboy Cardi's whole lot of red finally drops, I'm sure <laughs> we will uh, we will be comparing those directly to all the leaks that we've heard from that. Mm-hmm. And I think just artists announcing an album however long like the super super long wait times for albums 
people get these expectations in their heads that mm-hmm. could 99% of the time never be satisfied. I mean, we saw yeah. that with Astroworld. That was teased for like three years. It came out. It was good. It had a couple wild songs like Sicko Mode. But I mean, as a whole, at least in my opinion, I thought it fell a little flat. But I think that's mm-hmm. because in my head it was this thing that had been hyped up for so long and it just didn't end up being 100% bangers like I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree there. Um, yeah. Don't think I could have said it any better. Well, thank you. Uh, moving on to an interesting coronavirus-related topic for those of you listening in the future. Uh, this is Today's date is March 16th, 2020, and we are deep in the midst of the coronavirus scare around the world. Mm-hmm. But LVMH, the company that owns Louis Vuitton, Remoa, Dior, uh, Moet, uh, Tiffany, Hennessy, and about 44 other companies has announced that they will be converting all of their perfumery and cosmetic departments into hand sanitizer production lines in order to Mm. help the cause over in Europe, which big shout out to LVMH for doing that because Europe has a huge shortage right now of hand sanitizing product. And this is definitely, definitely going to help them out over there because I'm sure the factories that LVMH will be utilizing for this are relatively large in scale. And uh, Mm. hopefully they'll be able to get their distribution and their production times looking good. So the yeah. more people can get the help that they need in this trying time around the world. Now, I'm not exactly sure. Um, you know, this is pretty short, short notice um, mm-hmm. on some of these, but there are some deals for students who may be affected. Um, yes. I believe that U-Haul is offering 30 days of free storage to any students. I think Spirit is giving away um, free flights to students through March 20th. You get to so fly the plane. A couple of days. You do. You get to actually fly the plane. Spirit Airlines, fly the plane. Um, I believe that uh, Spectrum is giving free mm-hmm. internet access to certain students, uh, depending on areas that you're in and pre-qualifications and things like that. But um, for any of our listeners who are in the U.S. and may need help, um, there are definitely resources out there. Um Reach out to your friends. Reach out to college alumni. Uh, don't be afraid to, to ask us. for help. Yeah, seriously. We'll, if you are uh, we'll show in you your what we area saw. or something, um, yeah, reach out to to John or myself yeah. or even just the the podcast's account uh, at Pair of Kings Pod on Instagram and Twitter, um, and we can forward you any information that we have found ourselves. Um, and if you are in dire need of help, uh, we could probably aid you as well. I I know that I'm not doing anything for most of my days. Um, we'd be more Even than happy you, to help uh, out somebody. If you just need someone to chat with, just talk yeah. about the whole situation as a whole. I'd love to hop on the mic and chop it up with any of our yeah. listeners. You um, guys want to play some Smash Bros? We're also yeah, that. that's true. We should share our friend codes on the uh, uh, story. That'd be good. We should yeah, hold yeah. A, a March Madness style pair of kings. Yes, to- yes, indeed. Winner gets um, supreme sticker. Maybe. Pretty uh, pretty hot item these days. Now that yeah. Supreme is closed, folks. That's yeah. uh, they announced on their well, Yikes. they didn't announce on anywhere. But uh, <laughs> this leads us into our next topic: uh, how coronavirus will impact the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. We've already seen it at a lot of shops, which I think is for the better that they're closing yep. down, shutting their doors until further notice, because yep. 
as much as we love clothes, the last thing we need to think about right now is what we're wearing. Yep. Unless it's protective wear, of course. But um, I, I admire these fashion brands that are deciding to close up shop and donate any time and effort that they have to uh, to helping stop the co- or stop uh, stop the disease from spreading. Shout out to yeah. LVMH and all their partners for doing that. And I've got emails from companies like Carhartt. Uh, yeah. I got an email from them this morning announcing that they'll be closing all their physical locations. And I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff sitting in my promotions mm-hmm. inbox right now that was saying similar. But Saul, do you have any specific thoughts on how this virus will impact the fashion industry moving forward? Um, maybe not moving forward, maybe for a couple of weeks, actually closing physical stores. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there'll definitely be a slowdown in consumption. And I think that it'll be an interesting thing to watch in terms of sustainability and production. Um, especially because, you know, China's recovering and they've had to cut production as well. Um, true. And those lines have kind of begun to be severed. And I think it'll give us an interesting look into what our world would be like if we weren't all consuming so much. Um, and I think that it'll kind of set a weird kind of ground groundwork or framework for what we could do moving on in terms of the fashion industry and what could be done better in terms of consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously with restaurants and bars closing down, uh, that's one thing, and that's a, an impact on kind of the, the food and, and hospitality markets. Um, but I think that the clothing industry is definitely going to be um, impacted, um, especially, well, maybe not fast fashion as it kind of moves online. But yeah. I think with a lot of brick and mortar stores closing up their doors for at least a couple of weeks, it'll have interesting repercussions on production. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what, you know, carbon output and carbon footprints start to look like in two to three weeks definitely yeah mm-hmm. um yeah i think it'll just be a, it'll be weird i mean we of course cover fashion news and there isn't really any major fashion news mm-hmm. right now outside of companies closing down and donating their time and effort to to help causes but uh we've seen a lot of fashion weeks get canceled because of this and i'm sure we'll mm-hmm. see more in the future I'm sure we'll see drops get pushed back. We already saw some Jordan releases get pushed back over at Mm -hmm. Nike. And I'm sure we'll see more stuff to come in that sense. Hopefully the dunks keep getting made, folks. That's all. (laughs) That's all I can hope for. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. And I'm sure we'll see Vetmont or someone do some sort of parody around the virus in six months and roll our eyes at it. But, yeah, guys, just just be safe. Um, yeah, be you know, safe. Especially in the next couple of weeks, especially if you're in the U.S., don't go out. Um, just chill, hang out in your house, play the mm-hmm. new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, play the new Wait. Animal Crossing when it comes yeah. out. Yeah, that's coming just out this Friday. Take it easy, guys. Um, yeah, you know, I it, it as 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 stir crazy as I'm going in my house here. If it's two weeks, you know, that's okay. Um, that's for the greater good. Exactly, guys. Um, just keep in mind that while you may not be affected, other groups may, um, especially the elderly and immunocompromised. Um, and just be conscientious of the way that your actions impact other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So off of that relatively somber topic, we've got a couple questions from the audience this week. Mm. Uh, we want to start out shouting out our dear friend from Germany, Sebastian. Ooh, who... Shout out, Sebastian who messaged us with some really kind words uh, about 
the podcast so far. I believe he's listened to every single episode. And uh, he had a couple questions for us, starting off what our favorite artists are right now. Saul, do you want to take that one first? And yes. I'll, uh, I'll add on. Yeah, absolutely. So a um, couple of favorite artists, and this is fairly variable. Um, I tend to change my favorite artists quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, um, some of my favorites are Lord. Um, her album, Pure Heroin, I listened to like six times on Thursday night, back to back to back to back to back. Um, fantastic. And I really, really like her ability to kind of craft a narrative through an album. Um, I will always, always recommend Daft Punk. Yeah. Um, just so funky, so fantastic. Um, the Marias, which are a kind of dreamy indie pop group from uh, LA, I believe, that are fantastic. And I will also leave you with, um, I. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm gonna recommend 100 Gex. They're weird. Woo! I know, I know. I'm gonna get shit because they they no, credited three. No, they're I know they're that's good. Not a bad I just thing. That, I just hate that they're influenced by 303. That's a, that's cool, man. It's 2020. You can be influenced by 303. Oh yeah, but um, 100 Gex. They're really weird. You've kind of got to be in a mood where you're very open-minded um, to listen to them. Or if you're not trusting anyone. Yeah, exactly. Oh God. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get triggered here as John provokes me into getting angry about 303 and 100 Gex. Um, for those who don't know, 303 is a like late 2000s, early mm-hmm. 2010s pop group that made sort of weird yeah. music. Um, their their couple of hits are a little bit vulgar. Um, they are songs like "Don't Touch Me" or "Don't Trust Me." Excuse me. And my first kiss, um, mm, definitely some some weird stuff that didn't really fit in. Well, I guess exactly. it kind of fit in with the Kesha esque narrative, exactly. Kind of, kind of post grunge mm-hmm. Greece. Yeah, um, and they did have a song together with Kesha, actually, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, that was my first kiss, I think. Okay, um, I didn't know if Kesha was on that or not, but yeah. So yeah, those are those are my my four recommendations. Uh, if you want. Some weird Japanese funk dancey music. Uh, message the pod. I will send you some YouTube links. And yes, uh, they are one, not on Spotify. And two, I could not pronounce or find them on Spotify. The good <laughs> stuff. The real good stuff. Uh, what about you, John? You got some favorite artists? Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, it's springtime. So a little bit of rainy time music but also a little mm. bit of sunny time music over here in the Hogaboom household yeah i've been listening to a lot of vampire weekend yep. um big fan of them my brother got me into them a couple of years ago i was definitely a little late to the game as far as vampire weekend goes but i've evolved into a full-fledged ezra stan slash vampire weekend stan as a whole and i think they they do some great work i've been listening to a lot of apex twin lately just some yep. ambient calming piano music really enjoying what i hear from him um moving forward from there king cruel always great a big fan of big fan of king cruel and all the work he's put out his new album we've spoken about it on previous podcasts on a previous podcast but big fan big fan right now that's my favorite album of the year thus far uh lord gotta give a shout out to lord just like saul did she is unbelievably talented and I think she'll go down as one of the greatest artists of her time. And I want to add one more just for 
just for a little extra, extra let's get spice? crazy extra spice hollow notes Ooh, you make just my little... dreams maybe yeah uh, absolutely that's what my mouse is over right now on my on my spotify so fantastic song i love yep. that we're on the same wavelength here excellent group and they've put out some excellent music throughout the years so I mean, if you want any song recommendations, feel free to check out the Pair of Kings and Pair of Kings Favorite Song podcast, or not podcast, playlists, which are available on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Moving on to the second part of Sebastian's question, what are our jobs right now and how did we mm. get to where we are? In the so I can, I can take this right now. Uh, sure. I'm a Start student right now. Um, I'm in school, so I, um, obviously just completing hopefully a double major. So, uh, double BA, nice. um, I work on campus at a couple of places. I work in the art gallery. Um, I work in a, a dark room on campus and I work, <clears throat> excuse me, for the Yale sustainable food program. Um, all of which are kind of inter interrelated to my majors, which I'm hoping to double major in art and environmental studies. Um, and post-grad, it's still very unclear, but I would love to go into some sort of humor writing or some sort of sustainability field, uh, maybe work in an auction house. It's, it's very unclear, but my immediate plan is to maybe go to grad school and get my master's in environmental management. Nice. Um, yeah. John, what, what do you do? <laughs> okay. So I actually just graduated in May of 2019 with my bachelor's in science of advertising management from the great michigan state university which mm. fun fact um michigan state is the second highest ranked advertising school in the world wow wow yeah. in the world what's in the world one? it's some little school on the east coast i can never remember what it's called but there's some list that came out a couple of years ago and it might be a little outdated right now but i love to say michigan state's number two in the world and i can hear huh. Saul frantically googling that uh, but, yeah uh, I'm, I'm just curious and uh, so I, I studied advertising, and now I work for an ad agency called Isle Rocket, which is based primarily out of Chicago, but they have another branch in Michigan, which is where I work. And I'm a project manager on the Whirlpool account. So essentially what that means is I'm a point of contact between our clients, which is people who work for Whirlpool Appliances, and our creative team who create the ads. And uh, it's a little bit... Of it's a little bit different every day. We do a lot of different ads for them, whether they be print, digital, video, photo, anything like that. So uh, I, I like the variety and getting to do a little something different every day. But how I got into that field, my mom was a graphic artist uh, before she had kids and then became a stay-at-home mom. So I've always been interested in advertising, art, and like the world of advertising as a whole. And I actually went into Michigan State as an engineer, but after a year and a half, I looked up and I said, I'm not going to be happy if I do this for the rest of my life. So I started exploring majors and I stumbled upon advertising. I saw how well it was rated and I actually had some friends who were involved in it and they couldn't say enough good things about it. So I gave it a try and... Here I am now with my degree sitting in my closet collecting dust <laughs> because I haven't framed it yet. But I have used it. I already have a job in my field. So that's good. So I hope, Sebastian, thank you so much for asking those great questions. Yeah. And uh, I hope we answer them well. So yeah, I, next. If you have any more questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. Absolutely. Um, 
either Sebastian or any one of our listeners. We, we love hearing from you guys. We love getting questions either through a, a prompted Instagram story or just spur the moment. Uh, yeah. But chances are, if you ask us a question, we will answer it uh, on air. I won't say live on air because we don't do live streams. But yet. Uh, we will yet, exactly, yet. But we will definitely answer or try to, to get to them um, as promptly as possible. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Saul, uh, you want to bring us into our next question? Yeah, so this is a question I came up with one night at 3 in the morning. Um, I was laying in bed thinking about life, love, maybe the pursuit of happiness. Um, and I, I came to this, this thought question, um, which I have fleshed out maybe over the course of a couple of months. I've asked a lot of friends, and it is it has caused quite a bit of, of controversy, a bit of discussion. Um, but it is definitely a good question to bring up at a dinner with a bunch of your friends uh, and start a nice animated conversation about so, I have to set the scene a little bit. You suddenly awaken. Your eyes okay. snap open. You are in a fighter jet cruising at 12,000 feet above the ground. It's pretty low. It's pretty low, but you are not going to crash nice. at least for another hour or so. You have oh, to assume man. the controls. You have to assume the controls eventually. Okay. The second you assume control, uh, assume the controls, pardon me, you are in full control of the plane, except for an eight-hour window where you can go to sleep and the plane will return to cruising. It will not change altitude. It'll just move. You will not crash into anything. You will not fall out of the sky. Close your eyes. You have an eight-hour window to sleep. It'll wake you up moving forward. Um, you have enough fuel. You have enough water and you have enough food for about a week. The GPS in the, in the fighter jet works. The radio does not, and you have no manual. Here is the crux of the question. Do you, given this week, and you also know that you have about a week, think that you could land the fighter jet and walk away, not unhurt, but alive? No. Really? <laughs> I don't know how to fly a plane. I'd crash right away. You don't think you, don't think you could do like a trial by fire type of thing? I think I would try and then experience the fire portion of said trial. Really? <laughs> I don't think I could fly a plane. That I'm fairly a confident lot. I could. That's, do you know about pitch and yaw and such insane angles? I think I think I could learn if I took it one step at a time, like the scientific process. You don't like, get to learn. One variable at a time. You do it's, learn. It's trial by fire. You go in and you try to fly a plane and chances are you will go directly into the ground, my friend. No, but I'm not. I'm not fucking with the controls. I, excuse me, screwing with the controls. I'm. I'm going up there, and I'm. I'm slowly figuring out what each thing does. How and do you I don't get to do you, that. You gotta fly after an hour. Yeah. So you. You. That's you grab not the controls. A long time. I think you. I really think you could do it. Keep I mean, in mind, you don't also. You don't need to. You don't need to learn how to fly the plane. You need to learn how to crash the plane. Okay, that's valid. And live, and live. Yeah. <sighs> I so think... it's not it's not a question of whether or not you can you can maneuver this plane and do barrel rolls or whatever. This isn't Star Fox, right? You're just mm. trying to get onto the ground and walk away. Okay. I think your best bet is like blasting off to Utah, finding the salt flats if you can get there. Because once again, you're learning how to fly a plane from scratch after an hour of training. 
And uh, your best bet is just deploying the landing gear and hoping for the best. I don't think a water landing is very smart. Um, fighter jets, to my knowledge, are not equipped with the gear necessary to land in the water. They might be, but I'm guessing since they're more compact and small, it's more of an... Wait, does this does this plane have an eject button? It does not. That is always ah. a question that comes up, and I was waiting to hear it. There is no eject, and there is no parachute. Well, shoot. Um, well, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm saying some prayers and I, uh, probably would see you on the other side in that case. I like that you have a realistic view on this. And I think that I err more on the side of personal confidence, almost to the, okay. almost to the, the point of cockiness, but I really think I could do it. Well, good for you, Saul. You should, you should, uh, get some flight simulators maybe during the quarantine. Learn yeah. how to fly a plane. Just in case, you never know. Yeah. And the next question that we've got. Yeah, I was going to have comes, you do this one as well. Yeah, comes from comes from of all people, my mother. Uh, very fan. excited to have her have her pitch a question. She seemed very excited when she heard that I was potting. Uh, shout out Nuni. Shout out Elizabeth. We call her Nuni. It's a nickname. Um, but yeah, so she asked me. Um, and this is a question that she's been thinking about herself. My mom, I'm legally required to say that she's 31. Um, nice. But she asked, how old was I or how old were we as kind of you and me uh, when we found our style? And do you think that you have found your style as of right now? Um, your style in terms of like your personal personal style that you'll stick with, at least for the foreseeable future or long term the future. Oh, man. Um, that's a tough question. I feel like my style has changed a lot throughout the years. Uh, mm. I've gone from a little more skater to a little more athleisure, done some formal stuff. Right now I'm in a weird pseudo semi-professional bowler type, beat, <laughs> um, which I'm very much enjoying. I mean, I'm wearing tie or, uh, neon Crocs right now. I, yeah. nothing, nothing's going wrong, but I something I enjoy about style is that it does evolve throughout my life. I'm sure I'll look back at what I'm wearing right now in five years, maybe as little as one year, and be like, John, what were you doing? But <clears throat> how old was I when I found this person or this type of style? Um, I'm guessing this phase kind of started probably late sophomore, early junior year of college. So that would be sometime around 2018 where I kind of just, I mean, in college, I kind of got a little more confident, maybe started wearing stuff I wouldn't normally wear. I've always been a fan of more one-off kind of weird, interesting pieces that mm -hmm. like I'd find at the thrift store or something. I wore a lot of that in high school. I had a lot of cool sweaters and stuff like that, that I'd wear to high school, but also I would mix that with a lot of athletic wear. I was on the football team and I was on the track team. So that was more out of necessity um with more athletic fabrics things like that that i'd wear to school for workouts or whatever after school but i always enjoyed wearing more interesting one-off things that people in my school didn't have but my current style i guess it evolves day by day so in a way i could say i found my style this morning and tomorrow i'll say i found my style that morning and i hope i never find like my one style because i want it to always be this ever-changing evolving thing uh, i don't want to get stuck and realize that 
I missed out on exploring different styles and different ways of looking at fashion. And I mean, it's a, it's like an art form. Uh, we, we couldn't just look at one piece of art for the rest of our lives. At least I couldn't. So I think that, uh, that applies to fashion as well. And I, hopefully my style continues to evolve and hopefully it continues to look good. Yeah. I think that's a, a very mature and informed answer. Well, thank you. Of course. <laughs> How about yourself? Um, Great question, that, by the way. Yeah, I, I think it's a it's a good like thinking question, especially for people that are interested in fashion. Um, and I think it's something to consider when you are buying clothes. Um, you know, I always think that I I do like to experiment, but I think at this point I've I've settled into a a, a nice. You know, I know what I like and I know what I don't. And I think that I am very picky. And while I might go for one-off pieces that are a little bit crazy, I think that my core style won't really change that much over the next okay. couple of years. Um, that being said, there are things that I would like to start wearing but maybe don't have the the chance or the, the, the money or the environment to wear them in. I'm a big fan okay. of suits. Um, and I think if I was working in an office setting, I would wear more suits just because I, I think I look, one, good in them, and two, I really like the way that they they fit on my body. Um, but no, I, I'm a big fan of just in general, like basics that both fit well and last a long time. Sure. Um, and I'm not a big believer in kind of impulse buys. Um, impulse buys in the way of, you know, very expensive denim or something like that. I like to kind of think and Do be assured that – Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that that'll change. I think that my philosophy on clothing, um, while the clothing itself might change, I think the philosophy behind the way that I buy what I do, um, aka like my style, I guess, which kind of stems from that, won't. Um, in that I just like buying good quality things that'll last. Mm -hmm. um, and if I am buying something that will kind of just fall apart, I'm not buying that as something that I'm gonna, going to, excuse me, um, rely on right you know if i buy like the like palm angels tracksuit exactly palm angels tracksuit that was for fun like uniqlo t-shirt you know that's not like a staple of my wardrobe i'll wear that as like a part of a larger outfit mm -hmm. but you know with selvage denim it'll last for a long time i hope this number nine jacket lasts me a long time things like that nice yeah very well said good good thinker question that's something yeah that I have I mean I've thought about my personal style as a whole but I haven't thought about how long it's been in its current era. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah, shout out to uh to Saul's mom for asking such a great yeah. question. Shout out Nuni. Do you have any hot takes, John? Uh yeah, a relatively hot take that's been taking the world by storm this week. Wash your hands, people. <laughs> I mean, be that a hot take, use some hot water and wash those mitts after you do anything. If you go outside, wash your hands. If you're cooking food, wash your hands. If yeah. you're going to be around your family, especially if you have some older members of your family, wash your hands and do your best. Uh, social distancing is a hot topic in the news right now. Mm -hmm. It's very important, people. And uh, we all think because... I mean, I think the general demographic of this podcast is a little younger. I'm sure some of us think that you're a little more on the invincible side, but this mm -hmm. whole scare, it's not about us. It's about the people who aren't as healthy or aren't as apt to yeah. to make it through something like this. So we really need to make sure we're thinking about 
not ourselves, but the people around us and making sure that we are uh, being as, as, excuse me, I'm trying to think of a word, really as um, conscientious, maybe conscientious, well-minded as possible. My apologies yeah. for blanking there for a second, but no. yeah, just, uh, just do your best and um, right now I'm working from home for the foreseeable future. My company recommended that we, we take a little time and work from home. It's been a mm-hmm. seamless transition so far, thankfully. Uh, I had a couple meetings today that went really well via Zoom. And uh, <laughs> I will be continuing to work from home until this blows over because I don't want to endanger anyone around me. And hopefully that uh, I don't get put in danger as well. Yeah. yeah. Wash the hands. Maybe stop giving each other handshakes. Dap it up with your mind, not with your body. <laughs> yeah. I think that's all solid advice. Thank you. Saul, do you have any hot takes for this week? Shockingly, I don't. Uh, I would like to shout out, as I as I mentioned to John a little bit ago, I don't think I've mentioned on the podcast, I have just managed to get into my middle school, um, my middle school iTouch. Nice. And I have some crazy stuff like my three music videos that i have saved are white and nerdy by weird al yankovic eat it We've all. by weird al yankovic and tiktok by kesha nice uh, my only three music videos and i am just astounded at the the songs that i have on here um just oh my goodness just some some absolute throwbacks you remember cooler than me by mike posner um guess who has that saved in his current spotify john hogaboom does i love that song yeah just absolutely crazy um put that on at a party you're shutting the place down you are yeah just um i don't know if i have any hot takes maybe just a nice trip down memory lane for myself and listen to cooler than me by mike posner or is it posner i never knew i don't know either i always said posner shout out to you mike come on the pod (laughs) oh gosh John, big, 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 big section here. My personal big favorite. section. What is your What is your song of the week? All right, this is coming straight out of left field. This is a song that I had never heard before. Let's see, when did I save it to my Spotify? Um, ba, 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 twelve days ago. Wow. Okay. The song is called "Let's Do It Again" by Jay Boog. It is okay. a reggae tune from a guy by the name of jay boog j space b-o-o-g it's a happy song it's from the album backyard boogie oh and it's just a fun time to listen to i think it's something that we could all just throw on the speakers and kick back to during this scary time around the world and uh just just put on some jay boog and just enjoy the day damn that's a that's a good recommendation. Thank you. I am going to go again a little bit out on a limb um, and recommend two songs. I know I keep doing this and I really should have. Insane. But one of which you have recommended to me, um, and the other I have found through my own channels. My first song that I'm recommending is a sad melancholy tune that tugs at the heartstrings and makes me really sad. That being said, I love it. The song is I Don't Think Much About Her No More from Father of the Bride, the album by Vampire Weekend. Japanese exclusive. It is so sad. 
oh, as yeah. somebody who has recently been through a breakup, it is hard to make it through the song without tearing up. It is a commentary on not being close to somebody who you once were very close to um, and the nature of those memories. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can hear, but I'm getting a little bit choked up. So I'm going to transition to my second song of the week. Let's do um, it. A little bit a little bit of a more upbeat track. Um, definitely a little bit more bouncy um, and more danceable. Actually, I have danced to it. It was very fun. The song is Everybody Wants to Be Loved by Yoke Lore. It is a single okay. with, I'm not sure how to say it. I believe you say it as nudes, but it's N-V-D-E-S. Okay. Um, it's a fun little dancey track. Um, very, very fun backbeat. Um, and it is, the, the lyrical content is a little bit sad and a little bit longing. But the beat of the song is so upbeat and dancey that I think it is absolutely fantastic. Um, and I cannot stop listening to it. Nice. Yeah. So, uh... so you can check uh, those songs out either on your own or through the Pair of Kings playlist on Spotify. That is just Pair of Kings. Um, you will see that on Spotify under my name, Saul Thompson. Um, you can also listen to a more general playlist, which is just songs that we've been jamming out to, songs that we've been enjoying, called Pair of Kings Favorite Songs. That is also on Spotify. Uh, be sure to check those out. Add them to your add them to your playlist and let us know what you think. We'd love to hear um, your opinions on our playlists. Absolutely, we would. Yeah. So that brings us to our final main segment of the week, Guest of the Week. Who do yeah. you got for us? I have a style icon of the early to late 90s. Ooh. A legend in the NBA. Not Shaq. Oh, I think Not I know Shaq. who you're going to talk about. But a purveyor, a pioneer maybe, of crazy hairstyles. A friend of Kim Jong-un. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This man is Dennis Rodman. I would Ooh. love to have him on the podcast. Oh, my love gosh. That'd be legendary. Thoughts. Be really cool. I, it seems like he's a cool guy. He played with Michael Jordan. Love to hear his stories about Jordan. Love to hear his stories about dying his hair, the, the yellow smiley face. And I believe that was a regular season game. But uh, Rodzilla, I would love to have him on the pod. Love it. Love yeah. it. Love that. What about you, John? Your guest um, of the week. All right. I got to go a little bit with the with the news right now, with all the with all the shenanigans going on around the world be them not shenanigans but very serious <laughs> matters uh i call the ceo of purell hand sanitizer to the stand <laughs> what do you, you wanna, know you want to call him out by name uh yeah just a second <laughs> um who owns purell pfizer yeah, Pfizer is a uh, drug and uh, pharmaceutical yeah. company that are slightly evil. Uh, they are not the – I don't think any drug and pharmaceutical companies are morally uh, upright maybe. Uh, oh, I got a name. I've got a name. So do you have? the producer of Purell, not the owner, but the, the producer is a brand called Gojo Industries, and they have uh-huh. recently appointed a new CEO named 
Carrie Jaros, appointed January 1st, 2020. A little too recent, if you ask me, with the uh, kind of a coincidence, perhaps, with the current climate in the world. But I just want to talk. I just want to see if you've been telling the world that they need – well, this is, of course, a a large joke if if the CEO of Purell is listening. (laughs) But uh, we'd love to have you on and talk about your new business – explosion per se you can't yeah. find this stuff anywhere but it Definitely is quite easy market. to make quite easy to make so yeah. if anyone needs the recipe slide a dmr way it's mostly aloe vera and isopropyl alcohol has yeah. to be 60 percent or higher isopropyl so you can't use vodka folks i'm sorry and um however you can use everclear yes because that is higher than 60 percent. but yep also don't go near everclear no, I've never consumed it, but I've heard horror stories. I've heard horror stories as well. I've heard uh, I took a shot of Everclear, and the next thing I remember, I was in a gutter. Oh, geez. Yeah, yep. so uh, take that with a not shot of Everclear. Drink some water <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, as always, everybody, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to interact. Uh, we would not. We would not be here. Uh, if not for you guys, we'd True. be two guys sitting at our computers potting. Uh, but with you guys, we are two guys, a uh, pair of kings. and We got a we purpose. Are, we have a purpose. We have a mission. We have a drive. And we have, we have a love. Uh, we have a love we for do. potting. We have a love for our listeners. We have a love for sustainability. We have and a love for each other. Unsolicited for each other, definitely. Love for mustaches and a love for unsolicited and I guess solicited DMs. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, your comments, your constructive criticism. Um, Request to shave the mustache. Compliments on Joe's new Crocs. John's, excuse me, John's new Crocs. It's okay. My Um, brother's name is Joe. We get mixed up all the time. Absolutely. He does look quite a bit like you. Um, But yeah, slide in. If you have requests to see our dogs, uh, Rico the Goblin and Leo, who looks a lot like Smeagol. From Lord of the Rings, um, really any any questions, comments, criticisms, we love to hear it. We love to interact with you guys. Seriously, um, it makes our days whenever we get messages from you all, even if it's mm-hmm. just dropping in and saying hello. Um, That's true. We welcome and appreciate all of it. Um, and thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you guys have a great Tuesday. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Um, John, you want to take us out? I would love to. Uh, Folks, as always, this has been a pair of kings. Business as usual. Tom Fullery has planned. We'll see you Thursday. Thursday? What? (laughs) Goodbye. Have a good one, everybody.